How would you live your life if you knew you could have access to all the knowledge that you need about yourself? If I'm truly honest, as I got into this work, I discovered that, in fact, I like not knowing. The questions I've asked of my Akashi records have been few and very targeted. So even if you are thinking to yourself that you don't really know if the Akashic records are for you. I hope you'll stick around for the second part of my conversation with Beth Neely. And this, this is the first time that you landed on Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. Welcome. Feel free to go back two weeks if you want to listen to part one, which was all about the Spiral School of Awakening. But also I split the episodes because the conversation diverted. So it's also cool if you carry on listening to today's episode and then circle back to the first half if it calls to you. And for everyone else, welcome back. I'd love to hear all about if and how you use the Akashi records, especially the artists among us. I love to start a conversation around channeled art, since that's what inspired this season uh, to begin with. And until next time, keep living in wonder. Welcome to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. I'm Alexis, your new witchy beefer. I'm known as Asteria in witchy circles. I'm a photographer by day and start obsessed urban witch by night, sometimes the opposite often both at once, and I'm as star-obsessed as Natsuki Shinomiya in Utapri. Or, just a warning, there would be loads of otaku references. I'm a Capricorn Sun, Scorpio Moon and Scorpio Rising, probably a Lyran Star Seed, a Tarot Lover and all of my lipsticks have a spell on them. I started this podcast to share my passion and the empowerment and self-love that cosmic witchcraft brought into my life. Come every Thursday for captivating conversations about life, business and magic that blend the practical with the wool. I bring you all out history geek solo episodes and amazing guests to explore the ways in which we can bring more enchantment into our lives. Ready to live life limitless? Then let's dive into today's episode. about so why don't i just give a brief and whenever i say these, these kind of things too um i because of my adhd i like things to be explained to just start off at a real simple level that gives me a foundation otherwise i feel like i'm confused and i'm lost but that's what how i work so i like to then when i'm talking about the things i explain in a really super simple process because i feel that's a real foundation and piece and that helps us really integrate knowing what something means and um, so I'm just gonna say this really simply Akashic records. So, um, think of Akashic records as like your soul is an energetic imprint and your Akashic records are the all time records from past, present, and even future of this energetic print imprint of your soul. 
Um, I also like to give the visual of, you know, my job as a reader, let me just back up. My job as a reader is I connect to your master teachers and loved ones, your spirit guides, or as I call them and write about them, I always talk about everybody connected to everybody's spirit posse. So I get to connect to your spirit posse, bring forth, connect through the Akasha, through prayer and through consent, of course. And I translate hearing um, or any pictures, things that I sense, feels that I get, I translate it, or I'm delivering the pieces of information that are whispered, that are said to me. Because again, because of the clear senses, I'm not sure if your audience is familiar with the clear senses, right? But you know, clear cognizance, we've all heard of. Your knowing, um, clear audience is your hearing, and <clears throat> I'm clear audience dominant. Um, of, although clear cognizant dominant also, because my partner calls me clear cognizant it all all the time. Um, <laughs> but I'm clear audience. I know, right? <laughs> well, I can't help it. I just know. I just always know. I don't question it. It just comes out. I just know. It is what it is. And I love that, you know, skill about me. I love that gift. But my dominant is clear audience. So um, I will hear spirit whisper. I'll hear the talk. I'll hear it in my head like surround sound. I hear it like they're standing behind me. I hear it like it's like a chorus around a circle. It just varies on how I hear depending on the guides. But my job as an Akashic Records reader, and it's interesting, I've never really liked or resonated with the term reader. I'm more, sometimes I'm a, I'm a visionary. I'm a connector. I connect to your spirit posse. I'm relaying information because of that you either aren't listening in the signs or listening or haven't done the inner work to believe that that's what you are hearing is your guides and to deliver information that one might need. Um, and so I look and now back to the piece about what the spirit guides, how I, how I, how I kind of place them is think of your spirit guides, your spirit posse as these, these keepers of this beautiful glistening golden floor after floor after floor of the library of all the information that's been recorded from past, present, and some future of your soul when it was first imprinted. So um, they're the keeper of this information. So when I decided, when I had my awakening, and I just want to say, when people say awakening, it can really confuse others that don't know what you mean. But for me, when I say awakening, that means I realized that there was more for me. I finally was awakening out of this person who was struggling, who just didn't know, who was lost. So that was my awakening. So now fast forward to starting to go through the spiral, I joined an Akashic Records uh, mentorship. And I didn't really even know much about it. I, and the lady gave me a reading. I was like, Oh wow, that was cool. I want to learn to do that. <laughs> and in the beginning of learning that skill set, like, or, or not learning the skill set, but learning how to accentuate and expand my gifts. There's a better way to say that. Um, I was going through spiral me changing how I feel about myself. Right. And that was the beginning of that journey as well. And I remember pausing the membership or mentorship <laughs> Cause I was like, I don't believe this. I I can't, I'm, I don't know what's in my head. I don't, I'm making this up. This is a bunch of crap, blah, blah, blah. A couple months later, after my first two, first three levels, I think had integrated and I had moved through so much conditioning. Cause those are the heavier levels. One, two, three, uh, working your root chakra, sacral and solar plexus. Um, all of a sudden something started to click. And I remember messaging her going, Oh, wait a minute. Um, I want to unpause that now. I'm ready to dive back in. And about that time, we were moving into level four, level five. Level five is based on confidence. It's your throat chakra and your expression. And we work on the, we work on confidence. And 
it started from there and I started practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing. And next thing I know, I went from, is this really happening? Am I hearing this to like placing my ego on a shelf and just channeling and delivering any tidbits I'm getting? Because when you're questioning it, you're taking yourself out of your intuition over here an ego who ego don't know crap. <laughs> you don't know anything. Just perpetuate old crap and make you believe things that are skewed. And once I started to learn to put that on the shelf and just channel through, magic was happening and I was having some of the most profound readings and it just kind of went off from there. And it's been really fascinating. My partner also is an Akashic Records reader and it's so fascinating how different types of readers, not that they focus on an area, but the areas that tend to be the most profound that come through. So for instance, yes, I have seen an occasional past life, something or other. And yes, I've had, when I've said statements to people, they were like, I've like, I've never said that kind of phrase before. And they're like, my dead sis, my sister used to say that to me. She died three years ago. So, you know, like pieces like that have come through occasionally. But for me, when I'm getting connected to the guides, I'm a huge, I'm a firm believer that the reason that we're so held back in life mainly is because of this 3D now, the, the crap that's happened to us and been with us, the conditioning, the pain, just whatever it is when we were little. And because of that belief, I mainly tend to lean into bringing the guides in to, to give insights and clarity and memories and that's keeping one from being able to take steps forward, to have clarity, to move forward in their life, to have momentum forward. And now they're magical, but they're very directive in getting that clarity that one may need because it's, sometimes it can be different for everyone. Um, so mine tend to lean in those directions. It's really neat when those happens. I love it. Now, my partner, for instance, they have actually done the work and they've channeled goddesses and they have do past life stuff. And, you know, it just, it's really interesting. And, and of course, the clarity that a lot of times that people are seeking for their current life, the 3D life now, but our readings tend to be very different. And so it's just really fascinating doing this kind of work and how different types of readers are so just different in their their types of sessions and how they deliver information. Um, they are more visual. So they translate visions and they've said many times of like, well, I wish my guys just whispered things into my head like yours. Um, I'm like, well, I love having that gift, but you know, sometimes it does come in feeling and also in knowing that I also, you know, translate in visions and pictures and things. But um, I love doing this kind of work and I tend to attract those that um, like practitioners is trying to start their business or people that are, like moms who are lost and all they've known is to take care of children for 20 years. They don't even know who they are and they don't even know what the steps are forward. And, and yes, I did the spiral modality to change how they feel about themselves. But, you know, sometimes the steps are different for everyone with how you start to navigate forward to get clarity in your life. And connected to one's guides is a really powerful way to get that clarity when you have done everything in your power to block from your intuition, your knowing, your messages. So you have no idea what to do. And, um, it's really fun. I love connect guides. As a matter of fact, I am very ritual now, very, and I deliver the spiral modality as it's supposed to I'm very much an in integrity in that. But I got the hit two years ago, uh, that I was supposed to merge the two, which is Akashic records and the spiral. So actually, uh, for me, my one-on-one -on -one VIP clients is I do, well, I haven't yet, but I'm about to launch my group, um, uh, to work with a group of women. But, um, when I do one-on-one -on -one, more VIP one-on-one -on -one work, um, I open their Akashic records and we bring the guides around 
uh, in the container. It's not a reading. The cards are there uh, to help connect for any piece that intuitive didn't come up or did clearing. Um, so you're talking about some advanced, powerful work. Um, and I always ask consent and they're always like, yes, please. Oh my gosh. So I bring the guides in, but yeah, sometimes they've whispered and told me what the emotion is. Uh, but I always muscle test it to make sure it's always on point. Like I've been told the emotion and I muscle test it. I am through and it's a hundred percent congruent. That's the emotion that I was just whispered in my ear. But, um, that being Akashic, doing Akashic records work was really one of the reasons I love it so much is because when I started on the journey with spiral, I started to change how I felt about myself and move into a place of not just deserving, but getting creative, connected to emotional body, me standing in my power, my will center, but being confident with who I am and trusting this vision I had of myself, the perception I had of myself as this always want to like do magical, mystical things. And here I am. I dove. I'd never even thought about it. My partner was like, I want to do this. Do you want to do it? And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. And I did. And that was the gift that I really expanded. My, my mystical self was my gift. Uh, booze expanded. They do more tarot. Well, they do tarot. They're completely gifted in tarot. They've helped somebody write a course in a book with tarot. Like they know it probably better than anybody I've ever worked seen with and worked with, but doing the Akasha records, it has a special place in my heart because that's when I, when I changed how I felt about myself and that I was confident in my abilities, Akashic records is what started. And then from there it's more, um, I'll channel and do live streams or live streams and pull cards and channel messages. And I have no problem. I can easily put my ego on a shelf and just let stuff come through and be direct yet compassionate and loving. And, um, those are actually really fun to do. I wish we were in a place that we could do that now, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's how I got into Akashic Records, and that's really kind of a basis about it. And, um, yeah, it's really fun to connect to somebody's spirit posse. Um, it's, it's a lot to hold the energetic container. I'm usually pretty white after about two hours where I need to, like, disconnect. And sometimes the sessions can go long because I get lost in that that Akasha energy and that field. But um, I'm wiped after then. I need a, a rest for a while because I'm just, like, really discombobulated. And <laughs> it's like... You know, I've had a few beers, but that's not the case, you know, <laughs> but it's really powerful. Have you ever had any like a reading or any work done? I haven't had the readings done by someone. Oh, very cool. They had mm -hmm. a couple of attempts taking classes into and like being guided into doing it. Oh, cool. Very yeah. cool. This I is always... fairly new to me. It's mm -hmm. really interesting that you said you had this idea, I'll, I'm definitely making it all up because one of the things that was the most powerful for me in healing all of the conditions and stuff mm -hmm. was like, so what? You know, I was mm -hmm. asking that question to the ego, so what? So yep. what if it is something I'm making up? Mm -hmm. It has value. Mm -hmm. if it's something that really helps me mm -hmm. on a deeper level, which mm -hmm. I, whether it's healing or having a direction, an idea for something to do mm -hmm. and things doesn't matter. And that was kind of like the ego had no reply. Yep. Cause it's coming from somewhere. Yeah. It's coming from within well, you. I can and... tell you where that came from. That's my family. I can probably tell you <laughs> the time and the day and the date. <laughs> it's always been this idea that I always like to imagine and even live with my head in the clouds. And mm -hmm. that was a problem. Like, well, 
I'm making mm-hmm. money out of living with my head in the clouds of being a, an artist. So, mm-hmm. um, right. So there's that conditioning, yeah. right? That dogma that family was trying, and that's handed down. It's just fascinating generationally how you know things are handed down. Like I've done generational clears and going back, uh, it's been seven, but I've been back 13 before generations and with how far back some of the conditioning that one has had. Now that's not included when I did spiral. I've done separate like generational uh, emotional clearing sessions and diving into that area, which has been really powerful, but it's just handed down generation after generation after generation, how we quote should or shouldn't be. And that's the dogma. That's the rigid rules that somebody else is writing for you when actually no, wait a minute. You get to write your own rules of who you are and what you want to be and what you want to do, what the high life you want to have. So I feel you. Um, I get you coming from somebody raised in the South who, you know, that's, that's a geographical area where, you know, women are ideally, you know, perpetuate that Southern bell aspect of, you know, making the casserole, wearing your cute little dress, taking care of your 2.5 kids. And, you know, you're the homemaker waiting for the man to get home is going to, you know, tell you what to do all night i don't know but <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. i absolutely agree mm-hmm. yeah i get that i feel you oh i could go on forever we've been talking nearly an hour it's one of my longest conversations on the podcast Ooh, i know i know i could i definitely <laughs> could go longer. <laughs> i really yeah, appreciate no, so... being able to talk about you know all the things and emotional clearing and the spiral and um i am actually having a website um um Somebody I saw it for a website and she realized the work that I did and it's like, oh my God, I'll trade you. I would love to go through the spiral. Took her through. And now I was like, I'm just going to wait till after she integrates and she's rebranded and she's just exploded back in her business. And I'm like, then she messaged me. Now you ready? I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. So uh, I'm currently in the process of having that. However, anyone who wants to find me, you can go to the spiral, dot com and look under the U.S. practitioners under find a practitioner and you will see my very cool graphic that I made in my bio and you can email me from there if you would like to chat or you want to be referred if you're looking for this type of work or that type of work and um, or a reading and anything you can find me from there I actually have a question which is a bit of a selfish one you said you just came out of the cohorts and training new practitioners isn't it how mm-hmm. often does that happen so the spiral school typically has been doing two spiral practitioner trainings a year. And now that the ladies have taken over, um, May is Chinese and she went to, oh my gosh, they, the training on the Chinese elements and the acupressure points, that foundational training. So they've added an element that um, we didn't get to go in depth on our, our past trainings and the spiral part training. So um um, now the prerequisite is to, which comes with it is the emotional clearing certification training. It's only five weeks, but it's a lot of curriculum and it's a call a week. Um, those are going to be three next year. It was just two. So two will be, uh, end of February. And then sometime after like five weeks later and taking those two trainings, you'll be able to do the first spiral opportunity, which typically in like us spring, 2024, and then they always have a second one, which geared towards um, the first one's Australia, U.S. time zone. The second one is Australia, U.K. time zone. And that's about fall time. So as a matter of fact, the um, next cohort starts October and I'll be on it. So we're on a bit of an integration after their emotional clearing certification. 
uh, training. So we're in an integration break for a month, and then they start their actual spiral practitioner training uh, beginning of October. So ideally to become a practitioner twice a year. And oh my gosh, it's so, so fun to do those trainings and to assist others to like for this work. It's just something so nourishing, so nourishing about that. I love it so much. Yeah. No, it resonated when you were saying, I, I can't look at people making mistakes. So you can see that they're running against the wall mm-hmm. straight and not wanting to do anything, wanting to be able to do it mm-hmm. and you can't. And I, you shouldn't, even if you could. Right. This is not necessarily have the energetic space for everybody mm-hmm. it's so frustrating it and is i feel that it's so beautiful to see people blossom it really is it really is when i see that online and when i work with somebody and i see like oh my gosh look at what she just launched i'm like you get it girl she felt better about herself and had more belief in herself and next thing you know they're you know they're launching this or they just had a twenty thousand dollar month in their business or they just got the job they wanted or they just, you know, bought a house because they feel so confident now they can, they're okay with being independent and being single and they bought their own house or just whatever. But, you know, I highly recommend you don't have to necessarily become a spiral practitioner. You know, that's quite an investment, but if somebody really was looking to dive into gaining some self mastery, like on some, on an emotional level to learn emotional clearing, I can't, stress how powerful and amazing that tool is but how much it's empowered me to move through emotions so that don't just kind of hold me back daily where I can go enjoy my day like I've done clearing this I did some clearing this morning um just to kind of get ready for the day and those are three trainings they're like three for the next year um and you're more than they can find me on the spiral site email me and um, I can direct them to the support email for the school which I'll be in there and answer anyway. <laughs> so because I help the school, uh, I'm in everything. I like to do my own business. I help the school. I help trainings. I just, you know, like to be of assistance for this because I, I believe in the work that much. So, yeah, thank you for allowing me to come on. And it was really great, like the questions you asked, just to let me just to answer and allowed my ADHD self to kind of navigate around talking and and then to come back around and find my center in that way and. I really enjoyed it. And it was great to really practice, to continue talking about the work that I do. And because I believe so strongly in this work and how it's so important for everyone just to feel better about themselves so they can live the life they've always really desired. Enjoy and pleasure, whatever that means for you. So thank you so much. No, it's absolutely thanks to you for actually coming. Yeah, thank you. Imparting your wisdom and teaching us about all of these things. And also for leading by example with your beautiful energy. Thank you. It's, Thank you so much. It's something that's um, very important to me, especially showcasing women who have made something of themselves, mm-hmm. healing from whatever condition in their heart. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I'm using the same word again, but blossoming like a rose. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it's felt like, like a metamorphosis into something greater. You're actually alchemizing from the caterpillar to the butterfly. That is really the best Mm -hmm. visual that I can give of what alchemizing is. And it it is a real thing. It is so absolutely true. So no, please use it again over and over and over. over, It's the best way. That's how you explain it, describe it. So be it. And it's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to add before we... Oh, no. How about I leave everyone just by saying that 
it's okay to not be okay. You are love. It's okay to feel the way that you feel. And it's okay to want more out of life because you deserve it. And uh, that's, that's really about it. Thank you for listening. And for those listening in my ADHD self and having a sense of humor. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> and beautiful Southern accent. At least something good came out of that. <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. So lovely. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, love. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. A huge thank you to Jenna Sword at Jenna S-O-A-R-D on Instagram for the cover art and Papa Planet for the music. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to be notified when a new one comes out, please subscribe on your platform of choice. And if you really love it, leave a five-star rating and review, which will help me be found by more people who will enjoy it too. Also, feel free to share it on social media and with anyone you think should give it a shot. You can send your questions and comments to my email starryskypodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at starryskypodcast. And you can also subscribe to my monthly newsletter at witchymusings.substack.com where I share reflections and tips about the astrological seasons. Until next time!